Yo, it is the Stocks and Bars Stock Market Hip Hop Podcast, where we talk about everything financial and related to wealth. And this time we're going to talk about mental health. Mental health is wealth, and we're going to relate those two topics. I have my Empower Empire in the building, and we about to have a good discussion. Let's go. I got my click ready to use the money they got From jobs and courage and teaching them that it's not so hard I'm doing this, making investing pop You law is extra, you tuning in to Stocks and Bars Yo, the latest episode of the Stocks and Bars So check who I got with me on the line today Alright, you know I gotta give everybody my flowers For anybody who jumps on here with me So let's, let's go, alright This guy here is somebody I met when I was super young, all right? I was like 23, 22, something like that, all right? So it's been a minute since I've known this guy and we first got introduced. We used to actually be in a rap group together. <laughs> Bird, Trello G. Yeah, so we started off together and we were rapping. And the group, we, we did our thing. We never really did too much with it, but we, we both recognized our talent so we stayed in touch with the raps and then you know life took us on different paths and we kept in touch via facebook like everybody else does nowadays right you know we have mutual friends and we've seen each other's posts so i've watched this guy blossom to the guy he is right now via facebook i wish i would have had the opportunity to build more with them personally but I didn't have that. But maybe there's another time and space for that. So fast forward to where we are right now. Through Facebook, I saw my guy was going through a couple of things and it immediately hit my soul. And I said, yo, I got to reach out to him. But let me back this up a little bit more. Now, before that happened, we've been trying to actually do this right now (laughs) where I was trying to put something together. And, you know, maybe the timing wasn't right, but now the posts, the posts happened. And I said, yo, there's a reason why this guy has been on my mind for a minute. Let me immediately reach out to him. No lie. After I saw the post, I picked the phone up and called him immediately. Like, yo, I just saw it. What's good? We got to talk. We chopped it up. We was on the phone for probably about a solid 40 minutes. And, you know, it was good to hear my guy's voice, you know, good to hear him get it off his chest. And I express my stuff. But, yo, now here we are. Right. The post took us to where we are now. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that this guy is special to me because I feel like him and I have some some things in common that we are going to find out about. You know, (laughs) so. Right. Yo, my guy, Dorlin. Frederick, aka D Fed. Let's give him a round of applause. Yo, thank you for coming to the show. Can I clap show, for man? myself too? Yes. Can I clap yes, for being I on the show? Appreciate you, brother. Yes. Hey, thanks for having <laughs> me, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate oh, yeah. it. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. So there's a lot of things you and I could have talked about because what I'm going to share with the viewers is you have a background in finance and that's what I talk about, you know. So it was, it's an easy dot to connect, but in this episode, what I really want to talk about is something that has been on my paper for a long time. It's one of the topics I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and it's mental wellness, all right? Now, as brothers in the community, 
mental wellness is something that has not been stressed at an early age at all. We have been conditioned to understand that if there's anything tough that you are going through, you just got to simply tough it out. Okay. There's no tears allowed. There's no show of emotion, maybe some anger, but you got to bottle that up and you got to channel that some other way. Well, if you do talk about it, then it's frowned upon or you, you get viewed upon as weak. The weak link of some sort is never anything beneficial out of that. So what I want to <laughs> talk about is, are you willing to share what you posted on, on Facebook? One, you know? Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. Yeah. Let people know that, you know, what, what the post was about and you oh. know, give us to how we are, where we at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so like everybody, you know, I mean, there's, it was a, there's a certain period of time in my life where this was a lot of what I would call it as compounding stresses or stressors, right? Things where you would have, you know, difficult times, whether it was professionally, um, personally, but they seem to compound, you know, the saying, you know, once it rains, it pours, right? Right. Basically, you know, I was just in a situation where it, it was becoming super heavy, yeah. right? And, be, and because of that heaviness, you know, I didn't necessarily want to expound on that to other people. You know, I just wanted to kind of deal with it. But in the middle of all of this, all of these stresses, you know, in my, in my role, you know, in finance, you know, I work with a lot of different clients, you know, I have a large clientele base and, you know, I come across a lot of different people on a daily this day in particular, I was working with one individual who started to just speak into my life, you know, speaking, just speaking a lot of positive words and positive affirmations that really resonated with me at the time. And it was, I w- it was coming to me when I needed it the most, right? And it was literally almost instantaneously, those words kind of broke me out of this funk and this shell, just something that I needed to hear at the time. And a lot of it was spiritually based, you know, you know, we all, I mean, I want to say we all, but the majority of our community starts in a very spiritual and religious background, at least that's where it starts, right? That's kind of where our grandparents were born and it was kind of brought into that. And it kind of just centered me back into that space and just realizing that, you know, whatever I'm going through right now isn't forever. Right. And I'm not alone in that. Right. Um, so the point of me sharing it, although in the moment it was extremely uncomfortable because for one, <laughs> I mean, I'm 36, you know, so I'm a little bit of an old head when it comes to the social media. So, <laughs> same, same. you know, sitting on my phone and like talking to myself was already kind of weird yeah. to me. You know, I don't do that, but being able to be vulnerable and then let people know what I was going through was a little bit uncomfortable. However, it just felt like the right thing to do. Because we all go through this type of stuff. Right. We all go through these situations from time to time. Some people more frequently than others, but we all go through these situations where things seem to be a little bit heavy. Um, and I just wanted to share my experience and let people know that, you know, you're not alone. You know, you're not. <laughs> and as a result, you know, I got a lot of positive feedback. I mean, I got a lot of people reaching out to me like, hey, yo, Fed, you good? Everything all right, bro? I mean, you know, and it was like, 
Yeah, I mean, I appreciated all of it. It wasn't like I was at the, you know, at the edge of the cliff getting ready to jump or anything like that. So it wasn't really necessarily a big deal, but I appreciated it, man. And, you know, and a lot of people who were dealing with the same things were also saying to me, hey, man, thank you for posting that because I needed to hear that, too. Right. And that same exact feeling that I got when my client poured into me, I was able to have a similar effect with other people via social. So yeah, it was, it was powerful. It was a powerful, you know, powerful moment. Yeah. It's always a beautiful moment when you're able to help somebody out, man. Like I'm, I share with you my situation and I'm going to do the same thing because I haven't done it on here before. So when, when it comes to being able to help somebody else out, it's amazing, man. Like the feeling you get from being able to say, yo, I've really made an impact on somebody that that right there is what I teach my children. What life is about. It's never about you. It's about making sure that your space, the people you affect, they are good. You know what I'm saying? Because that always comes back to you. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. You are doing what you're supposed to do because everything else is going to fall into place for you. It's going to come to you. It's true. I say all that in order in order to segue into, you know, my story that I share with you. A lot of people don't know. I lost my job last year. Right. And this was the first time ever that (laughs) I did not have a job. And Mm. the job that I had was I don't want to say extremely stressful, but it was stressful. And it was stressful because I did not have control of my time. I had to go in every single day and we're coming out of the point out of a pandemic where we had some flexibility and I had a position that had that flexibility and I ended up getting out of that and going into this one. Yeah. And I knew going into it that I would have to go into work. So that's, that wasn't like killing me. However, I went into it with the understanding that if there was anything that had to happen for my family that I needed to take care of, that they were going to allow me to use my time in order to do it. While I was there, that did not happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) at all. And they took advantage of me as much as possible when it came to my time. And they Jedi mind tricked me into making me feel guilty for having to take care of stuff. I had one situation happen where my furnace went out. I'm scared to ask, yo, can I... I fall back in order to make sure that these people can come to my house and give me quotes and, you know, do the man thing, make sure I'm there. So no strangers in the house with my wife and kids. Yeah. Yo, I didn't even ask. I just sat at work, a little bit nervous, doing some texts, answering a phone call when I should have been there. But anyway, that's one example of how that affected me. So fast forward, I was in there for about five months. They told me, it didn't work. Yo. <laughs> yeah. You know that feeling where yeah. all of that weight comes off your shoulders. You don't carry it no more. It felt like a 3,000 pound boulder was just off of me all of a sudden. And I just felt free. And right. I got in the car and then all of a sudden it re hit me like, you got to tell your wife, <laughs> <laughs> which is a different that's different right there. Right. Right. So I said, I'm not going to call. Her. I'm just going to go home and, and 
and tell her. So went home, told her. She just was like, you know, waterworks just immediately. You know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I'm like, yo, we got money saved up. We're good. I'm employable. If I need to get another job, I'll do one. It's no problem. You know, I got my own business going. I can do this. I'm not worried because I know everything takes care of itself. You know, I've been in situations before, not as, as detrimental as that, but I've been in situations where it always resolves itself. You don't really have to worry about it. So right. out of that situation, bro, we had people come out the woodwork to say, oh, we're so sorry. We got cards. We got people who gave us gift cards out the kindness of their heart. Yo, I no lie to you. I went to a restaurant, right? I was doing side gigs with my brother-in-law. So he, you know, I'm pretty handy. So he was like, yo, if I need some help over here. I was like, okay, cool. I'll go over there. So he just told me to go over to the house to go do some work. So anyway, I'm over there doing the work, bounce out to go get lunch. I'm there solo getting lunch, mm-hmm. right? Eat everything, get the, the bill. And she was like, somebody already took care of it for you. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I'm telling you, man, like everything comes full circle. All the goodness that I've done in this world now is coming back to return to say, we got you. We seen you doing your works out here. You do what you got to do. We'll take care of this part. And I'm, right. I'm appreciative of that, man. So to anybody who's going through anything of a hardship, First of all, talk to somebody, all right? Get it off your mind. This is why humans have other humans, because true. you can share the weight a lot easier when you let somebody else know. All right, number two, don't worry about it. Once it's gone off of your shoulders, man, all you got to do, send it up. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's yeah. as real as it can be, man, because... When you put that weight out there for him to take care of, it's going to get taken care of. And you don't got to worry, man. You know what I'm saying? So I sleep easier at night knowing this. You know what I mean? So Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Any other things that you can share with people as far as tips in order to help through? Because I know you've experienced it, so you probably got a little bit more wisdom. I mean... I just feel like I, I truly believe that everybody has experienced this. So I like yeah. truthfully, I think that number one, you have to recognize that those feelings are real. Like it, when you're going through anything that is, uh, you know, any, any, anything that's turbulent, right. Or rocky or just uncomfortable, those, that feeling you feel like in your gut, that's a real emotion. And it's okay to feel that, right. right? Recognizing it and knowing that it's, legitimate is the first step, right? You have to be able to, to be there. But in addition to that, I think it's also important to what the point that you were making. And then this is something that I know, but they, it's, it's always good to have that sounding board and have somebody to be able to speak to about that, right? Now, let me also say this, that in, and I'm a true believer of this, you know, everything isn't for everybody too, right? right? You're, if you're going through some things, I'm not saying that, hey, listen, just turn around and start talking, yeah. you know, <laughs> to anybody, right? You want to make sure that you have somebody that you can deem is safe, you trust it, right? To, to, to feel comfortable with releasing that energy to them, taking it off of you. So that's 
different than what I'm saying. But at the same time, you know, it's not it's not normal to internalize and keep that Mm-mm. energy in there. Right. And that's something like we never we were never taught that. Right. It, it's that. Like, what you crying for? Like, yeah. you know, I, I'll give you something to cry about type yeah, of mentality, yeah. right? But no, man, like, I'm sad right now. I feel like crying. Like, I'm, them, those tears is releasing that stress out of my body. That's, right. that's what I'm supposed to do, right? So that's, that's okay. So, again, just recognizing that those feelings, those emotions are valid and they're real. Two, having somebody that you trust to be able to release that information for and being comfortable with that. Cause that does not make you weak. Right. You know, and my situation was, I know that. And I, I wasn't necessarily not speaking about it because I mean, I did kind of feel weak at, mm-hmm. uh, at a certain extent because I'm a very strong, positive person, right. I'm a very um, like my personality type is very, um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just a super positive type of person. Right. 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 Like nobody's seeing you down. Cause of that character of, of that character yeah, yeah. right even though i know that i'm it, i'm perfectly it's perfectly normal to feel right. down but at the same time you know sometimes like when things are tough you know in your immediate area like in your family you know and then then you have things about that you're going through that you don't necessarily want to share with people outside who do you talk to then right you see what i'm saying yeah. like if if i'm if i'm dealing with something that's dealing with my professional life and I'm dealing with something that's in my personal life that I don't necessarily want to just go on Facebook and share. The only people I really have to talk about is the people that's in my family, but we're all going through it. Right. Right. So you don't necessarily bounce those emotions off each other because you just feel like you're just digging. Everybody's a, already in it. Yeah. we're all, I'm just digging a deeper ditch. You know what I'm saying? So I just <laughs> internalize it, which isn't necessarily the best thing to do. However, you know, just hearing those words from Billy, really kind of just it kicked me out of that funk like to going back to what you said like hey bro like you're a positive person you're a good dude you're extremely successful you have the the love of your family mm-hmm. around you yeah this this is i'm sorry i don't know if i can cuss but like this <laughs> yeah like it sucks right now in the moment but it's gonna work itself out man you've <laughs> right. done too you know what i'm saying you've done too yeah. much good out here to let this be the end all be all yeah. you know and that's a that's going right back to what you said. So, you know, continuing to exude that positive energy into the atmosphere, man, that stuff is going to come full circle, man. Right. It always does, man. Yeah. So, yeah, man, needless to say, I'm not in that space anymore. I'm feeling really good. You can yeah. tell my shoulders is up yeah. right now. You know, I'm feeling <laughs> great right now, man. You know, yeah. things is great. It almost happened instantly. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, come on, man. We're good, man. What, what you worried about, man? Yeah, it sucks. But learn from this. And this too shall pass. And this too <laughs> shall pass. Wait, what movie is that? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, that's man. that's pretty much the, that's the majority of it. Yeah, man. People just need to understand that they're not the only one. There's 6 billion, 7 billion people on this planet. Okay. And then in the United States alone, there's probably at least... I'm, I'm just going to throw numbers out there because I don't really know. At least two billion. OK, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. But regardless of whatever billions there are, you're not the only one. So anybody who's going through something, realize that this has happened before to another human and that there is a support system for you. And to Fed's point, if you're not comfortable, you do not have anybody comfortable 
in your circle, outside your circle, immediate, whatever that you're not close to. There are other support systems out there and it is like your Google search away. So if you got it and you really need that help or it's something that you really feel that uncomfortable to talk with to somebody else again, Google search away, man. It's really that yeah, man. easy, man. So talk to somebody, period. Yeah, Just, for sure. Yeah, you know, so, well, different type of therapies and everything like that. You know, like, oh, yeah. you know, like if you don't want the people that's in your business, so to speak, you know, you can have somebody completely unbiased who is there right. to, to speak to you. And it's, that's also great, too. And believe it or not, I mean, a lot of times, like your insurance will cover that, too. A lot of people was, you know, concerned about that, too, because, you know, a lot of times you you can have insurance. You have insurance. If you have insurance, a lot of times it'll cover that. So definitely look into that because it can definitely pay. Never go through it alone because there's enough people out there that can help you support whatever issues you got. Now, I want to come back to what we were talking about as far as the culture, the culture and how we were brought up. Right. We, we've like you said, you know, you want something to cry about, you know, all of that type of stuff. Me and my fellas, we talked about this before and it had to realize that, yo, bro, we were traumatized. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm like when I look at it and I look at the definition of it, we was severely traumatized. Like this is real. We went through a trauma and had no idea how to digest what we were going through so now that i've recognized that and that i have kids i always said i'm changing the way things were done okay i made sure and i make every effort as a father to put forth the energy to make sure my daughters know that i love them every single day every night we do the same routines, you know, we, we do bedtime and reading and all that type of stuff. And we always say we love you. This household has that I love you built in. There's Ooh. not a day that goes by that we don't do that and we don't show it. OK, through discipline, I still do my thing as a dad. OK, and let them know, yo, it's my job. This is what I'm supposed to do. And I set them aside and I have to explain to them, you know, why daddy had to do that. Explain and, why. Yeah. And explain why. You know, I didn't. <laughs> my why was, yo, you messed up. Get over here or no, get over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or because I said so. Yeah. That, you know, or is, yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. Oh. So the, our generation was just brought up different. And now that I recognize the, the things that our parents, and I don't fault my parents for that, right? They only did what they knew. So their right. parents before them and the parents' parents before them all had the same conditioning. And so they replicated what they knew. So now with the advent of education and, you know, just understanding things, I realized that I'm going to change that. So, you know, knowing the things that you know now, what are some practices now that you do with your daughter, with your son? And then on top of that, are there anything different that you do with your daughter or son since they are different sexes? Yeah, man, that's great, man. Like one thing that you said right now that you said earlier is like, you know, your family knows and feels love every day. Right. Right. 
that's one thing that is huge with me and, and my kids. I mean, my son and my daughter, I always tell them that I love them. I always tell them that I'm proud of them. Right. A lot of times what I'll do is like, sometimes I'll just go, you know, Livy, my daughter's name is Olivia. So I call her, Hey, Livy. I say, guess what? She say, what? She said, I love you. And I say, I love you. And she'll say, I know that. And I say, how do you know? <laughs> and she said, you always say that. Yeah. Wow. And I, I, it's the same thing. I do yeah. it all the time. And I always ask how you know that because I, I always say it. Yeah. Right. Or I say, I'm, guess what? what? I'm proud of you. Or just randomly, I'll just say, Carter, man, I'm so proud of you, man. Like, you know, you, you're doing a great job. You know, you're becoming a really, you know, very smart young man. And they just say that they, they say that they know that already because it's always said in this house. Right. Right. Um, and I just, I make that a point um, to your second question. One thing that I always do that, you know, for my son, like I, I explained to my son, I say, Hey, you know, you are a young black man. Mm-hmm. I am always going to be tough on you. I tell him that it's like, I'm yeah. going to be hard on you and I'm not going to stop being hard on you. Right. Because I expect a certain level of execution from you because right. you are a young black man in this world today going to a mixed school, but predominantly white school where you're going to be held to a different standard, even against your right. will. Right. So I'm going to hold you to that. But I want you to know that I always explain the why behind my teachings, my disciplines, everything. I don't let him up on little things you know i mm. always expect these is more facts. yeah i mean but not i mean it's not like like it's not good enough you know what i mean it's like right. you know like my son to bring home honor roll all a's b plus b minus i won't look at him and say well what's up with this b minus yeah what's the fuck <laughs> no it's hey man though this is awesome man great job great job let me like what do you think we can do to get that b minus yeah. to an A minus. What can we do differently? You know what I mean? Like make them think. What can we do differently this time around to get that B that B plus to an A plus? Yeah. Right? We talk about it. And then I incentivize it. Hey, man, look, if you get that to straight A's, bro, look, man, I'll do A, B, and C for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I incentivize him. Right? And it's just a way to just make it so that I want him to make, I want him to know that these are, these things are important yeah. But I also want them to know that when you work hard, you focus on something, you work hard on it, you are going to be able to earn great things. And that's going to translate to whatever he wants to do. Right. right? And for my daughter, what I always do is, you know, one thing about her, I mean, I think everybody has to think their daughter is the most beautiful girl <laughs> in the world. Right. And I believe that my daughter is the most beautiful girl in the world. And we say that a lot, but I want to, I change it to, I want her to know, I always, not only do I always say that she's so beautiful, but I always tell her that, hey, you are so intelligent. You are yes. so smart. You are so kind. You know, I, I reiterate those things in addition to the beauty standard. Her beauty, yeah. right? It ain't just you're beautiful. You ain't, yeah. you know, you ain't just pretty. You're smart first. Right. I want you to know this. You are intelligent first. Right. Before anything. Right. Because no matter what, beauty is going to fade, but nobody can take that intelligence from you. So I always exude those same things to my kids, even now. She's only five. Right. And these are these and these are just things that, you know, I I feel like I was raised that way to a certain extent, but it wasn't it wasn't the same. You know, my parents had what they had and they tried their best to do with what they had. 
but I'm just learning from that and learning from those mistakes and those qualities to be able to expound on that so that whatever I do is great, but it ain't just for that. It's for my grandkids and then their kids and then their kids and then their kids, you know? So by the time I'm gone, the trajectory of our family is completely different, Correct. you know? So that's a couple of things. Yeah, man, I I feel it because I do the same exact thing. I tell my daughters every single morning, I said, I give them a hug, right? And first thing I say to them is, you know that daddy missed you while you were sleeping? Mm. Yeah. And they just just do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I love you. Yeah. And the same thing you do. How do you know? Well... So they understand the feeling of love, right? They don't yep. understand truly what it is to love yet. And that's okay because I'm giving them that example. Now, as black men in this, in this society, we, me, you and I, you know, we, we set ourselves for high standards and, and you and I meet on so many different levels because you are setting the tone for the Frederick family forever. You know what I'm saying? 100%. <laughs> This is what it is. And you are setting in stone right now, establishing what this family is going to be doing way past my time, your time, your kids time, all of that. I'm starting that right now. And this is how we are looking right now as black families way down the line. So, yeah, with all of that, man, I teach my daughters on a daily basis, especially my oldest. She's going to be nine this year. Mm -hmm. Everybody is watching you. Okay. She got two siblings behind her. And I teach her on a daily basis. Your sisters are looking up to you no matter what you do. Okay. You have two sets of eyes on you, constantly watching you. Okay. I say, how do you learn what you learn? And she said, I don't know. I say, you watch what daddy does, you watch what mommy does. This is how. You learn. So your sisters are going to learn the same exact way. So I'm trying to get you to understand that the precedent you set for them is going to be what they're going to follow. So whatever you do, make sure you think about it. I'm just trying to get my daughter awareness about her actions. Yes. Everybody is going to be watching it. And the main thing I tell her, I said, daddy's job. And I let them know about death as much as I can can let them know understand you know we watched the lion king first yeah <laughs> you know yeah. simba joint so right i'm letting her know when daddy's gone my job is to make sure that whenever i'm not around whether i'm here physically or not you know what to do that's what exactly. my job is you have to know what to do because a lot of people panic and that's when everything falls apart you got to know what to do. Daddy's job is to give you all the tools possible. So when you run into a situation and you analyze it all and you're like, you know, dad already prepped me for this. All right. Boom. This is what we got to do. Boom, boom, boom. Done deal. That's my job. Yo, let's get a round of applause for you setting up the family, man. <laughs> yes, man. Yes. Because <laughs> this yes, is how it's yes. supposed to be done. Well, 100%. So back to the stresses, right? A lot of the traumas that we had growing up, okay? led down the line to some things that I realized that I had that I didn't even know, right? Anxiety is probably one big thing in our community that I think that is not addressed enough, okay? Because we think like to have the mindset that we have to constantly think forward, okay? Anxiety is just 
tandem with that. All right. It is something that you cannot escape. You just control it as much as you can. Right. Last question I got for you is what are some ways that you deal with anxious environments or if you get any into any anxiety, how do you manage it? Man, that's a that's a really good question, man. The reason why that's a really good question is because I but I agree with you with anxiety is something that our community deals with on an extremely high mm. level. But the, I think the interesting thing about it is I don't think that a lot of us know how to identify what that is. is yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like me, like when I think or before I started to like really start to, you know, embrace therapy and embrace being able to talk to people and learn a little bit more about this. And then granted, I'm not an expert in the field at all, but I'm starting to, you know, come open to the idea. But when I would think about anxiety, I would be think I, I would think of like, you know, like just yeah, shook, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah like that's what yeah. I thought anxiety was. Right. But for me, whenever I start to feel anxious or starting to feel those things, man, my biggest thing is to be able to just be present in that moment. Right. And, and what is it that I'm being anxious about? Why is it making me anxious? Right. Try to identify it at first right. and then try to navigate. OK, what's the end result? of this said situation. You know what I mean? Like if I'm anxious about, I don't know, let's say the rent being due. I mean, I'm just throwing out something out there, <laughs> this right? Is something that everybody can relate to. <laughs> right. Okay. The rent is due. Yeah. Okay. How like, so, okay. I know what the rent is. I know when it's due. What are the ways that I'm able to figure it out? Like, how do I figure this out? You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of just yeah. being worried and like being scared about it. Okay. Let's be present and let's figure out what do we need to do in order to make the rent, right? And then I just try to navigate through those steps. Okay, all right, I got, I got half of it right here, right? Yeah. I was supposed to go to this. Uh, I was supposed to go to this concert with my boys, but you know what? I probably should cancel that. So now I can bring that back. Yeah, bring that. Yep. You know, they, okay, I'm gonna sacrifice this, right? Or I mean, I'm just throwing out super hypotheticals right now, but I try to identify it then, right? And then the other part of it for me, and I know that everybody don't don't have this luxury, but, you know, I have a phenomenal partner, you know, and my wife that I can legitimately be completely open and stripped. What I mean by that is I can be extremely vulnerable with my wife and let her know exactly what I'm feeling. And she listens and she knows how to help me through those things. So, again, going back to what we talked about in the beginning is just having that trustworthy person that you can open up and be completely transparent with. Those are the two things for me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, big on just being present in that moment and being able to identify, you know, the steps to solving said solution or, right. or said problem, yeah. finding that solution. And then also being able to identify when I am feeling anxious and being able to talk to somebody and also know that, it's going to be all right. It's going, it's going to work. Right. Yeah. It's going to work itself out. You're just feeling a little overwhelmed right now, you know, but I think that's huge, man. Just being able to understand the place that you're in and it be completely realistic with yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Being realistic with yourself in that moment to try to identify what that problem is and then being able to actively and effectively come up with a solution. Right. 
Yeah, man. Anxiety is real, brother. It's real. And it affects everybody. Now, the steps that I take in order to understand it is, like you said, be present about it. Okay. It's like, all right, what, what, what's going on? Right. Because it can get overwhelming really quick if you do not get in front of it. Mm-hmm. I like to, like for me, I, I like to plan ahead. Like my whole month of March was already done in February, right? So I already knew ahead of time, this is what's going down. My calendar is already, you know, set up. That's how I get down. Me, I understand fully that there are some things that I can do and there's some things that I can't do. I had to learn this in my early 30s, all right? I had to realize, yo, there's just a lot of things that I have control over. And for the things that I do not have control over, I got to let it You have to release it. Yeah, that's it. I can't continually hold on to something that there's nothing I can do about it. Yes. That's my biggest advice to anybody who goes through any type of anxiety. Recognize where you are, one, like Fed said, and two, can you do something about it? If that answer is no, let it go. (laughs) That's the pause right there. If it's no, let it go. And if there is something you can do about it, put your best effort and that's it. Okay. That's all you can do. Anybody who goes through anything, if you can just put your best at it and you can say, yes, I did. That's it. What else can you do about it, man? You can't overthink things. Just let it be. Yes. Those are some tips there for anybody going through it, man. Dude, that's so huge, man. Like you gotta, you gotta be able to like let you gotta let go of things you have no control over, man. Like, and I'm and I'm a huge advocate of that. If I literally have no control over it, why am I stressing myself out about it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I literally can't do anything about it. Right. Why am I worried? You know what I mean? Like it it it's simple when you say it. And it's harder, I guess, easier said than done. Right. But it's such a necessity, man. If you cannot control it, you know, you just you got to worry about the things you have control over. Right. You know, I have a have a quote on it as sometimes you got to let go to get a grip. That's Mm. that's as good as it is, man. That's good. Um, I remember what made me think of that is I remember one time doing pull ups and you know your hand sometimes your hands hurt you got calluses whatever right yeah and then that pain starts to shoot down and it hits yep. in your head like oh i gotta let go right? yes sometimes you just gotta get let go to reposition exactly that's it and then it's it's all right you, you can get you know two three more out of it right yes that's that's as simple as it is sometimes you gotta let that's go fire get a grip it's coming to a bar near you <laughs> that's hard i like that i like that it's a good yeah. pull-up analogy, man, because I've been there. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, brother. I appreciate you taking your time out today, man, in order to share your time with me, man, and share with the people. Thanks, man. Like, Stocks and Bars, to me, why I created this whole platform is because I remember vividly when I heard everything in the 90s, and I love 90s hip-hop, right? Then I heard the 2000s, the 2000s transition. And then, you know, you and I were doing our things. And then I stepped back, probably, I want to say 2006 or 
five, whatever, one of those years. So I stepped back at that point. I didn't really mess with rap for a minute because everything was telling me how whack I was, how much they were going to do to my girl, how much more money they had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, why am I listening to this? Y'all ain't helping me. Right, right. <laughs> Any better than this. So I right. left it alone. Mm -hmm. Then after a while, you know, there's some guys that came out and I like the sound of it and I still love hip hop. But what bothered me was I was looking for something to help me be a better me. And I never found that. It took all the way until last or well, two years ago where I came up with this idea of doing strictly clean raps because I want my daughters to be able to listen to it and play it in, whoever, in front of whoever one. And two, because I want to be able to teach people that, yo, there's something out there that can help you be a better you and you can listen to it. And it still sounds just like the other stuff, except for the message you get out of it is positive. Now, when's the last time we heard super positive rap? <laughs> I mean, it's in there, but you just gotta, you gotta dig you gotta through find it. it. You gotta dig through. You absolutely gotta find it. Oh, hello. <laughs> Yeah, so that's this is exactly why I do stuff like this. I want them to listen to it, even when I rap now. They'll be down here sometimes that make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like I gotta do more takes than I need. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless of that, this is why, man. I, I wanna be able to leave something in place. So somebody like her, somebody like her, her friend's parents may listen to something like you and I are talking about and, and relate to that, man, because this is 100%. real life. Life is more than jewelry, cars, girls, extra money, stunting, all that stuff. Sounded great when we was young, because it's yep. all we knew. Right. But now, you know, I'm, I'm 40 now. What did that get me? Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I feel you, man. So I, I decided to change it up and create what I knew I wanted to listen to. So thank and it's you beautiful, man. This is beautiful. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate you, man. Thanks for thinking about me and considering me for this. It was absolutely fun. And I, I wish nothing but great positivity and success and everything for you and your family, man. You're beautiful family. I see your baby girl right there. Yeah. But I know, man, I, I know you, right? I know you are a great dude, always been A1 from the day that I met you. So I know that you're, that's carrying on, you know, through your family, right? So the best to you, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. So at this point in time, man, I say thank you one more time, man. I appreciate you. Love you. Hope everything yeah, for you that you want in life will come to you. And I know you'll work for it and it'll definitely come to you, brother. I appreciate you. Thanks, man. All right. You take it easy. All right, man. Peace. Peace. State imagery in your face Insinuate my melanin's a reason men should hate Why? Accumulate the mass amounts of hatred Then the weight that you hold over your shoulders Should make you bend the break But what don't kill me make me stronger Greet adversity with a grinning wave Proceed to take lemons from life Squeeze and make lemonade Convert my pain into profit Put it in the bank You gain growth That's an even exchange It seems strange we don't share when we suffering Don't be afraid when that pain coming from within It's easier to face when the numbers slip You can defeat anything
thing that you up against Let the people know how you feel, you feel something shift Sometimes you gotta let go just to get a grip You are never alone in this world There ain't nothing new under the sun Advice from our mother's lips Stop, 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 stop,